Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to another episode of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were the Telltale Batman Shadows Edition Batman the Telltale series, The Sims 4 Discover University, Untitled Goose Game, and Borderlands 3's DLC Moxie's Heist of the Handsome Jackpot. The games coming out this week are Onikin Unstoppable Edition, Demon Pit, Stralmium Immortality, Xenoraptor, Tamashiel, Demons with Shotguns, Odalis The Dark Call, Natsuki Chronicles, and Clocker. Now to last week's biggest news stories, albeit a quiet news week, we have six to go over. Number one, the next generation of Xbox is just called Xbox. Ryan Gilliam at Polygon writes, During the Game Awards 2019, Microsoft unveiled the next generation of Xbox, the Xbox Series X, or that's what we and everyone else thought it was called. However, Business Insider recently spoke to a Microsoft representative who confirmed the next generation's name is simple. Xbox Series X is the name of the model coming out next year. The name we're carrying forward to the next generation is simply called Xbox, said the Microsoft representative. And at the Game Awards, you saw that name come to life through the Xbox Series X. In a separate quote, the representative told Business Insider, Similar to what fans have seen with previous generations, the name Xbox Series X allows room for additional consoles in the future. This is a similar naming convention to the powerful Xbox One X and less powerful Xbox One S. It is unclear if Xbox intends to continue denoting the weaker console with S, leading to an Xbox Series X next year as well. It's also possible Microsoft could ditch the cheaper model altogether, and the Series X will be the only next-generation console for Microsoft in 2020. Xbox boss Phil Spencer talked about the name with GameSpot too, noting the possibility of other versions. In the name Series X, it gives us freedom to do other things with that name, so that we can create descriptors when we need to, Spencer said. The Series X offers exciting new features for Xbox players, including a new controller with a share button. The recently announced console can also play all generations of Xbox games and is more powerful than the Xbox One, but all that really matters is we know what the next generation is actually called now. It's Xbox, damn it. That's the official name. Not that it's a big deal or anything, but they seem to have blundered this announcement a little bit. Everyone clearly thought it was Xbox Series X, when we all really thought just calling it Xbox would be the best move. Calling it the Series X gives them the flexibility to iterate on that console and that version in the years to come, and Series X Plus, Series X Pro, so on and so forth. Cannot wait for next year. Number two, Xbox Series X will have backwards compatibility at launch. Chris Priestman at IGN writes, Microsoft has confirmed the next-gen Xbox Series X will support backwards compatibility with all Xbox One titles from the day it launches. Head of Xbox Phil Spencer told GameSpot the Xbox Series X will be able to play all the games currently available on the Xbox One from day one. That includes Xbox One games, but also the Xbox 360 and original Xbox titles that have been made backwards compatible over the time with the Xbox One. We wanted to make sure that we had that day one we could deliver on the compatibility promise, and so I've been playing quite a few Xbox 360 games on my Xbox Series X and Xbox One games on the Xbox Series X. And that's just to ensure that we can be there day one, Spencer told GameSpot. Backwards compatibility for the Xbox Series X has been a topic of discussion for the next-gen console since Spencer's talked about it at E3. 2019. The promise back then was that the Xbox Series X would support games across four generations of Xbox consoles, the original Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. What we didn't have back then is any mention of when that promise would be fulfilled. 
Long-term Xbox users will know that backwards compatibility has been gradually introduced over the console's lifetime, with new, old games given support on a fairly frequent basis. With this latest news, though, we know to expect the 575 backwards compatible games currently available on Xbox One will also be on Xbox Series X when it launches in holiday 2020. Xbox's Director of Program Management Jason Ronald also confirmed to GameSpot that you'll be able to transfer your gamer score, friends list, and achievements, and game saves to the Xbox Series X straight away. Making sure all this is possible is a lot of work, and so the Xbox team have been focusing on backwards compatibility for the Xbox Series X since at least June 2019. That's when the last bunch of backwards compatible titles for the Xbox One arrived, which included Splinter Cell, Prince of Persia, and Far Cry. Confirming that the full backwards compatibility promise will be available right at launch is great for consumers. It adds further value to our purchase in the new console, as we have four generations of games now day one ready on our new console, and a generation of accessories and controllers for our new console. Shout out to Microsoft for their continued efforts in this endeavor. Number three, new games with gold for January 2020. Dean Shima at Xbox Wire writes, in January on Xbox One, Sneak and Plunder as a goblin thief in the fantasy stealth game Styx, Shards of Darkness, and then don the cape and cowl to become the Dark Knight in Batman the Telltale series. On Xbox 360 and Xbox One via backwards compatibility, enter the King of the Iron Fist tournament in Tekken 6, then play through an epic Star Wars saga and the classic puzzle adventure title LEGO Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. Six Shards of Darkness will be available from January 1st to the 31st on Xbox One, Batman the Telltale series from January 16th to February 15th on Xbox One, Tekken 6 from January 1st to the 15th on Xbox One and Xbox 360, and LEGO Star Wars 2 The Original Trilogy from January 16th to the 31st on Xbox One and Xbox 360. The gift that keeps on giving in Xbox Live free games with gold. Number 4. Forza Motorsport 8 will be vastly different, more news in 2020. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Turn 10's next Forza experience, presumably titled Forza Motorsport 8, is already playable and we'll be hearing more details about it next year. Turn 10's creative director discussed details about the game in a recent stream, saying it's vastly different and an amazing experience. Given that the game is apparently already playable and something we will hear about next year, we have to assume that the game is running on an Xbox Series X. Wanted to throw this little news tidbit in there as this was the first year in 2019 that a Forza Motorsport game hasn't released in many years. And it's going to be the show pony for the Xbox Series X and how good it could look when Forza Motorsport 8 more than likely launches day one on the Xbox Series X. For all you racing fans out there, enjoy. Number 5. Microsoft has told We Happy Few Dev to keep making really weird games. Eric Van Allen at usgamer.net writes, Over the course of developing We Happy Few, Compulsion Games went from being a five-person indie team to an Xbox first-party studio. As it looks ahead to what its next project will be, Compulsion's creativity won't be held back by any mandates from its new parent company. In a new documentary about the development of We Happy Few called The Cost of Joy, Compulsion Games producer Sam Abbott says trying to maintain creativity inside Microsoft is not as hard as people think it is. We've been told to keep making really weird games, just different things, says community developer Nalia Hodges. So on the creative standpoint, it's just been all positive. It's actually removed a lot of the focus from finding where we're going to find the next paycheck to actually concentrating on what it is we need to make great games, says creative director and Compulsion Games founder Guillaume Proost. 
The Compulsion team shared similar sentiments in an interview with US Gamer for a postmortem on the rocky development of We Happy Few. The team's next project will be a new game set in a new universe with a distinct style that will attract more players to the Xbox ecosystem, and with the help of other Xbox first party studios, it sounds like they're all building up each other's projects. It seems like the constant new stories we get from Xbox's new first party game studios is that Microsoft is giving the full creative freedom to all their teams. It's just really cool to see this reinforced in all their studios, and I can't wait to see what Compulsion Games does next. I played We Happy Few for about two hours and I enjoyed my time, but unfortunately there's just too many games out there that I want to play. At number six, CD Projekt and the Witcher author Andrzej Sapkowski ink new IP rights deal. Wesley Impool at Eurogamer writes, CD Projekt and the Witcher author and creator Andrzej Sapkowski have inked new rights deals for the fantasy franchise. On the day of the release of The Witcher on Netflix, the Witcher video game developer CD Projekt announced the agreement which grants its new rights and confirms the company's title to the Witcher IP as it relates to video games, graphic novels, board games, and merchandise. Here's the blurb. Quote, the agreement satisfies and fully clarifies the needs and expectations of both parties, past and present, and sets out a framework for the future cooperation between the two sides, end quote. For all the hardcore Witcher fans out there, I guess this adds some levity to the situation that was going on over the past year if you were keeping up. The author regretted his decision to not take royalties on all the work that CD Projekt has been doing with his franchise and instead took a lump sum that was greatly undervalued once The Witcher struck gold and sold millions and millions of copies. I myself played The Witcher 3 for about two hours and unfortunately that fantasy theme is not my personal cup of tea but I cannot wait to play Cyberpunk 2077 when it launches next year. As always we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox and this one is about sound on the original Xbox. Credit to Andrew Smith at thegamer.com. Music to your ears. It's not easy being a pioneer in anything, and oftentimes what you have done in a particular field isn't recognized until long after the products end. Such is the case with the Xbox and the implementation of live audio through Dolby Digital 5.1. It might sound like an afterthought now, but before the Xbox, there was no console on the market that had this capability. Without surround sound, the Halo game that we know today wouldn't have been possible. It was defiantly taking a leap and it didn't come without increased production costs, but its implementation made the experience within the first Halo possible. It gave gaming companies a new component to work with and it allowed them to enhance the end user experience even more. Though not every Xbox game used the feature, it set the stage for its inclusion in all gaming consoles since. Cool to see that Microsoft continues to pioneer technologies in their home consoles and let's see what they can do next with the Xbox Series X. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, and leave a review. This past week, I have finished playing Halo Reach with my buddy in co-op, another great experience in beautiful 4K. I love that story and possibly my favorite Halo game. This past week, I've also jumped back into Resident Evil 3 Nemesis on GameCube after my eBay purchase arrived. Can't wait to finish that out. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.